What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second annual WPOV Awards. I am your host, Rick Serrano III. On this episode of Wrestling POV Podcast, we have the spotlight, Cesaro. We have the hot tag news, Old Saint Mick. What is your WWE Christmas wish? All this and more with our hosts, Tony Diaz and Elio Canella on a new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast. Holy cow, what a week of wrestling that we have here this week. Oh, man. I, first of all, I was having an aneurysm doing this opening. I see that. <laughs> I hear. I mean, I, I, I sensed it in your voice. It sensed was, it in it. Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah, that's how old school I am. <laughs> there you go. The but, holiday uh, season is amongst yeah. us. We are the day after Christmas, and, and look at that, people. You get us the day after Christmas. Exactly. That's a that's a treat for y'all. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really meant what I said, man. What a week in wrestling this was. And uh, yeah. great to talk about it. Um, not good. Not no. Good. <laughs> this, no. Is, this would be on Santa's naughty list. <laughs> it, it, it should have been. It should have been. Um, yeah. I'm I'm also a little upset, but um, I'm, you guys will hear it once we talk about wrestling. Now I don't want people to think that uh, all we do is bash these guys. You know, the guys in Global. You know, I, I don't want people to think that ourselves in Global that all we're doing is bashing. Now, <clears throat> mind you, everybody knows, okay, that um, that uh, this is all about everybody's. POV, uh, their point of view. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't agree. And there's times where I've convinced Rick. There's times where Rick's convinced me into either liking a wrestler or say, hey, wait a minute. What about this spot or that spot? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know what? All right. Well, maybe it was. Who knows? Or I, there's been instances where there would uh, Rick would thought a match was bad or even good. And then I would be like, well, you know, this happened. So it didn't make sense. Well, damn, you know what? Now that you say it that way, you're right. And, and then it gets lower. I mean, but I don't want people thinking that all we're doing is bad. It's not. That's not the point of this podcast. And and even with Global, it's, if it's a shit show, we're going to call it a shit show. If it's a good show, we're going to say, damn, that was a good show. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And, and what people's got to understand, too, is that when we do our final rating of a show, it's 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 uh we do it about a collective of the whole show. Sometimes exactly. like if you got a four star match, a four star match, a four star match, and then the next five or point fives, that's gonna lower the value of the show. So yep. you can have three four star matches, and you'd be like, "Damn, that was good!" And then all of a sudden, the next five were shit shows at a point five, 
that's going to lower the average of the whole show and collect it collectively. So I just wanted people to understand that. And of course, people that are new to the show to understand that's what we are about. It's not about us. It's about us critiquing uh, what was bad, what was good. And then we average it out and then come up with a thingy. And then we do the thingy at the end of the thingy and all the other thingies. Exactly. And and speaking of thingies, uh, we did a thingy this last week. Uh, We had the pay-per-view points game back. And, you know, we had had the show. We talked about it, the TLC Mm pay-per-view points game on Aftermath, which you guys Mm -hmm. can find on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio for free. Um, Wait, on where? On iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio for free. (laughs) One more time. (laughs) Elio, can you do that fast? <laughs> nope, not that fast. <laughs> but yeah, you guys can definitely, you guys can definitely check that out. Um, yeah, yep. we got a major announcement. Our very own Andy Anderson, first time ever playing, wins the Wrestling POV Championship on his first try. That's something. And what about you, Mister Rick? <laughs> if you um, talk about first, you might as well talk about last. And last place uh, was me. Rick Serrano the third, the third award. Yes, take that home. Um, But you know, Tony, Mm -hmm. I was doing my research. Mm -hmm. You know, you are the first Triple Crown winner, right? You you won all three titles that we had at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, I also won all three titles at one point. And Mm -hmm. you know what else I just realized? I am the first ever Grand Slam champion. I won. All three titles and the turn award. So I am the first ever wrestling POV champion. I'm the first ever two-time wrestling POV champion. I'm the first ever three-time wrestling POV champion. I am the first ever WPOV global champion. And now I am the first ever wrestling POV grand slam champion. I threw it, people. I lost on purpose. (laughs) It's funny you get the other titles, but the turd. Yeah. <clears throat> did you say the turd, Rick? Yes. Yes. Oh. It's part of the Grand Slam. Yeah. It's part of the Grand Slam championship. I, I didn't hear it because I was trying to <laughs> out what you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah. yeah. I just added another award to my championship reign. There now you go, TJ you, Logan. Now mind you people, that's it's an award that you don't want to have. It's nothing to be proud of. You, you put, Unless you want to be a Grand Slam champion like but, me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bottom line is, if you are the Turd Award recipient, your head would be monumented on a poop. Yes. <laughs> so not to be proud of. All right, Rick, we have the award show. You want to start off with that? Yes, let's get off. Let's start off. Explain it, please. Well, what we did was we took a bunch of nominees that we felt like deserved to be up for an award, and us three, the rest of POV crew, voted on who we thought, and we don't know who the winner is yet. The guys don't know who the winner is yet. I have the envelope here. We're yep. going to announce the nominees and then the winners. All right. So, awesome. the Rookie of the Year. Now, this is WWE Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people have been wrestling for 20-plus years, but this is their That's first true. year in WWE. And I'm, so, I'm glad, not to cut you off, but I'm glad you said it that way because... For new li- listeners listening, that this is just for WWE. It's not like AEW or shit like yeah. that. 
So just keep yeah. in mind, it's just strictly AEW. We know there's strictly WWE. WWE, I mean, sorry. <laughs> and, uh, you know, exactly what Rick just said, too. You know, even though these guys have been wrestling for a long time, they're still a rookie in WWE's eyes and so on and so forth. So. All right. So the nominees for Rookie of the Year are Karrion Cross, mm. Timothy Thatcher, Dominic Mysterio, and Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I feel like all four of these are very worthy of winning this. I mean, I've yeah. given Dominic a lot of shit, but he's yeah, main yeah. evented Raw. He's been on pay-per-views. Uh, I, I felt like Raquel Gonzalez was a slow start, you know? She mm-hmm. started off slow. I think she's picked it up now. And we all know how I feel about Timothy Thatcher. You know, the <laughs> yeah. guy's a beast, you know? Yeah. And then Karrion Cross won the NXT title mm-hmm. in his rookie year. So mm-hmm. it's just... Yeah. All up in the air. Tony and Elliot, you want to throw in a little bit about the Rookie of the Year nominees? Hello, you go first, and then I'll take it from now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Karrion Cross uh, won the NXT title in his first year. Uh, I've been a fan of his uh, from uh, Impact. Uh, he From Impact, he had a short stint in MLW before signing with WWE. Uh, Tim, sorry? Karrion? Yeah. Yep. And uh, Timothy Thatcher, I didn't. What well, one of you uh, pointed out that uh, Timothy Thatcher is part of Imperium. I didn't uh, know that. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had no idea. So he's another one that's been one of my favorites uh, from wow. MLW. Yeah. Wow. All right. So those are those are the two that are running away with this. You think, Elio? One of those two are going to win this award. One of those two are going to win. Yeah. Well, I tell All you right. what. Now, now, my opinion is is. Uh, Everybody knows that I'm a huge fan of Karrion Cross. Yes. Um, and Scarlett. And, and Scarlett, yes. <laughs> uh, um, the, just the, their presence alone. I've said it many times on the show that these people, these people told a story, <laughs> told a story with just their facial expressions. Karrion Cross is really good at it. Scarlett is really good at it. And what you know, it kind of makes me upset and pisses me off because when they first debuted and care, and of course everybody knows Scarlett was was lip syncing. Come on, and and they were they had nothing else to say. They were trying to find something to jab yeah. this this character by saying she's lip syncing. That's so bad. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, are you fucking serious? That that's what you got to say, Jesus. <laughs> Anywho. Everybody knows how I feel about him. I mean, like you said, Rick, he won the NXT Championship in his first in his rookie year, um, and he came back. I mean, he's only it doesn't seem like he was gone long either from a yeah, sleep, no. shoulder injury. He, yep. he, he had what? He was gone for about two months, maybe three, three or four months. I think it was. Yeah, it just seems like it flew by. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if he doesn't win, I'm going to be shocked. But I will tell you who. My second runner-up was, and and everybody knows how I feel about Timothy Thatcher. I don't see it. He looked. He's a bland character. I see what they're trying to do with him, um, but I'm still waiting on that one match to wow me. He's a good wrestler. I'm not going to take that away. I'm not. I'm never will say that he's a bad wrestler. He's a good wrestler, but I'm still waiting for that one match so I can be like, damn, that was a good match. And despite character, that was a still. Yep. I haven't seen it with him. I just haven't seen it with him. Who's the other one? We got Raquel Gonzalez and Dominic Mysterio. Oh, Dominic. Well, Dominic, you know what? He can very well win it too, um, but not by a landslide. 
Um, <laughs> he did pretty. He he was okay. I mean, oddly enough, this is the second week in a row we haven't seen them, uh, the Mysterios on TV. <laughs> but yep. either way, I mean, he had some good matches, and I, I have to tip my hat off to him. Um, there's a lot of mistakes he's done, and we see that, but he still held his own. Wearing that turtleneck, that turtleneck <laughs> not help him at all. Um, but the wrestling and the storyline, I mean, did they drag it out for a long time? Yes, they did. But, um, everything else, I mean, it was just, he did good. He did very well. In my opinion, is he rookie of the year? No, not in my opinion. Now Raquel, I was going to say Raquel Welch, uh, Raquel. Yo, I was just watching Seinfeld and I was going to say Raquel Welch and they brought her up like three times. And I was like, I cannot say Raquel Welch. I know, right? It's odd. But uh, Raquel, let me tell you something. For her, her rookie year, like I said, you said it too, right? She started slow. Yep. But and she's ending it fast and heavy and 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 threatening. She's being threatening now, and and everybody's starting to be like, whoa, whoa, who is this chick? And uh, she's she's really really good now. She's good. Um, again, though, I can still see the little bit of mistakes here and there, um, and she's still learning. But she's starting to get the craft real quick. So if she wanted, I I wouldn't be surprised, and I'd be like, okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue that. Um, but my honestly, my pick is Karen Cross for Rookie of the Year. All right, and let's reveal the winner of the Rookie of the Year Wrestling POV Award is Karen Cross. Nice. Karrion Cross wins the Rookie of the Year. Congratulations, Karrion Cross. Everybody yeah. else, better luck next time, you losers. Yeah. Um, let's get into <laughs> the spotlight, Tony. We have Cesaro. Yes, Cesaro is this week's spotlight. Um, now, what what made you pick Cesaro? Right? Because you know Cesaro's been around for a while now, and it's now it's should he leave the WWE? That's been a question for mm-hmm. a long time. He is the Swiss Superman. He is a Swiss cyborg. The guy has yeah. been kicking ass and taking names for years now. He yeah. is the they they call him the best of the best. Like he's the strongest out of everybody. You know? Yeah. Should he leave? Is it time? Because they're not giving him that singles push. Yeah. It, it seems like every single time with Cesaro, it's it's always uh he's gotta be with somebody else. It's got to be with yep. somebody else. It's got to be with somebody else. And I don't know if – I don't think it's a punishment, though. You know, like no, no. when they when they're like, you know what, Cesaro, we want you to work a program with him. Let's start helping this guy out. So, I mean, is it fair to Cesaro? I'm going to say no because I think he does deserve that singles push. But then again, I think – and I'm going to call <laughs> – I'm going to call it the Timothy Thatcher syndrome. His character mm. is pretty bland, okay? Mm-hmm. Cesaro's character is bland. Even though he does have the strength, the strength, and all this other <laughs> stuff, but he, there's just something bland about him that, you know, you look at Drew McIntyre, you know? Seriously, look at Drew McIntyre. Does he have it to be a champion? Yeah, he does. You know, he's got the long hair. He's got the accent, which was fucking terrible for me. <laughs> but, you know, he has, he has that going for him. He's got size. He's got belts. He's got hate, height, hate, height. <laughs> and he does some pretty cool stuff. So is Drew uh, 
a champion's chip? Yeah, he is. But you look at Cesaro, at most, he's like mid-card right now. And uh, is it his fault? No, it is not. It's the part right. that they put him in. So um, should he leave? I mean, how old is he anyway? And, that, and that, I'm Three, glad he's, you asked. He's 39. 39. We're... I mean, I don't want to say go to AEW because look at what they do with the guys that they put <laughs> in AEW. Seriously, yeah. look at Miro. Yep. Lance Archer. Come on. Come on. Come on. Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Come, <laughs> on. Come on. He hasn't been there in a while. Come on. So anyway. Elio, your thoughts. Yeah, Cesaro, uh, I'm, I'm surprised he's like still still there. I mean, every it seems like every time they start giving him a push, then they take it away. Yeah. And I, it's like, I, I don't get like, I like, so they even put him in that ridiculous, like, gimmick for a while where they had me yodeling. Oh, Jesus. I, like, I, that was, that was just, terrible. I, I like, want to know whose idea it was for that. I, like, I, I just want to punch him. Vincent like, Mann. Oh, you're a Swiss. You're going to be a yodeler. <laughs> like, and, uh, Outside of WWE, I haven't really seen him because they're waiting to get ROH here up here for a while mm. until recently. So, but I do know, like, he was part of one half of the Kings of Kings of Wrestling with uh, Chris Hero. Really? Yeah, he was a a two time Ring of Honor champion, yeah. mm. and he still with Chris Hero holds the longest tag team title reign of all time do, in Ring of Honor. Do you think Honor. maybe that's how they see him as? And, think about and, it. Think about it. When he was with the bar, that was probably. I think that was him. I think they elevated the tag division a little bit. Yeah. And they became the bar, and they yeah. won the belts. And then now he's with Shinsuke. He kind of did it again with him. Um, well, let me this. Huh? Let me throw this at you go because ahead. this is Cesaro's WWE career. Right. Okay, he ahead. debuted in 2012 with Oksana, and uh, he won the U.S. title, right? After losing the U.S. title, he became partners with Jack Swagger, and they did the We the People. Then he became tag team partners with Tyson Kidd and won the tag team titles. Then he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yes. And became the Cesaro section. That was his his second solo run, where Mm -hmm. he went for the IC title and lost Never got another opportunity. Um, he I'm then just, tagged, I was just about to ask that if yeah. he was ever in kind of a champion. No, never. He then oh, he, tagged, I thought he Sheamus. was. No, he never was. Oh, wow. He then tagged with Sheamus after that seven match thing we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of seven. Uh, then they became the bar, they won the tag titles five times, and then he was with Nakamura and they won the tag titles one time. Mm-hmm. So which one of these sound like the other? It sounds like Cesaro's a tag team uh, specialist. Specialist, exactly. He's so, never won the U.S. title either. He won the U.S. title oh, in his first run okay. in 2012. Oh, okay, all right. I didn't hear that part. Wow, but never the so, IC, huh? Never the IC. So it it wow. seems that Cesaro is a tag team specialist. You, you I didn't realize. It? Yeah. Wow. So should he actually leave? To answer that question, no. He, he's in, because put it this way, I've said this many times, as a worker and at his age, they're still putting him on TV. 
Yep. Still get put your still have your face out there on TV. They're still showing him out there. If like if they didn't show him for a while and then they would put a do put him in a spotlight for the 24-7 title or some shit, then I would say, yeah, no, he needs to leave. He can probably elevate another tag team. Who the fuck knows? because uh, obviously they see him as a tag team specialist, but he's they're they're still showing him on TV. So I'm gonna say no, because I don't think Honestly, I don't think he would get that much exposure if he left somewhere else. I really don't. That's my opinion. All right, Elio? Yeah, no, the, I don't think you should leave. Uh, if he goes to AEW, like what they did to uh, all, to like guys like Miro, Brody Lee, and such. Yeah. Don't go to Impact Wrestling because that, <laughs> that, 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 that would be really bad. That would be like yeah. a step down. Yeah. What about a return to ROH? Mm. ROH, I can see him return, maybe return to ROH. I can see that. Mm. You know, but, uh, from, but I would say that, uh, yeah, I wouldn't leave. You know, when I first posted this, I said to myself, he absolutely needs to leave. He, he can be a champion anywhere else. And then after doing my research on this, I just realized he, this is not for him. This is his, his forte is tag teams and he, when he was with Tyson Kidd, great tag team. That was a good tag team. Yeah. When he was with Sheamus, great tag team. Mm-hmm. When he was with We the People, that was a good tag team. Yeah. You know? So, and now he's with Nakamura, and that's a good tag team. The guy is a tag team specialist. We yeah. solved the puzzle. No, he shouldn't leave. He shouldn't <laughs> go anywhere else. But he's just. I did hear uh, one of the reasons why they keep throwing him in tag teams is the simple fact that he can't cut a promo. Yeah. And he can't. It's true. He can't. We've seen it. <laughs> he can't. But you, but you know what? Uh, thinking, uh, sitting here uh, and listening to you and Elio uh, about your thoughts on him, I, there was one spot that I think he would excel as a singles wrestler, and that's uh, New Japan. Ooh. I think he would do good there. As he a would. Sing- in the singles push, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If they can do it for uh, what's his name, Jay White? Is it Jay White, Elio? Jay White. Yeah, he was yep. in, he was the one in NXT with the dreads, right? Oh no, uh, that's uh, Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. Sorry, my my bad. If they can push him, Juice Robinson was he wasn't getting no push in NXT. <laughs> you know, seriously, think about it. And he goes to New Japan, and he's he was one of the uh, the hottest things out there, right, uh, Elio? I'm not wrong, was he? Or was he just like the same? Yeah, no, hey, no, he's he's done well in New Japan. And there you go. Yeah, done so a lot better than NXT. Do, yeah, if they can do that for Juice Robinson, I think Cesaro would, would go oh, yeah. a little bit further than that. Oh, and with the strong style? Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Exactly. Ooh. So I think out of all places, his only best bet at a singles run would be New Japan, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, uh, you may have changed my mind. <laughs> Jordan Clark, he says, of course, you should consider leaving. You consider as many variables as you can, long and t- short term. That doesn't mean you leave. It just means consider it. That's oh, Dirty Duke Durango. From, Is it really? Uh, yeah, yeah. All righty. So, you said just that's, that's, Yeah, you should. You should always have a plan. Of course. Uh, Sid Pike, he said he, he should stay. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, well, there you go, Sid. So, um, now with my comment though, Rick and Elio, does that change your minds? A little bit, a really? little bit. I think, I think he stays 
I think he mm-hmm. should stay still. But like Dirty Duke Durango said, consider it. Consider it. What about you, Elio? Yeah, I mean, uh, he. I think he could do well in that, in that New Japan. I mean, a lot of that guys. Uh, like I just like we just said, Juice Robinson did yeah. well. Um, there's Dave Finley. Uh, uh, David Boy Smith Jr. did well. Lance Archer did well over there. Yeah, so we, we maybe Cesaro should make the move. Yeah, but then again, uh, think of it this way too. You know, like uh, damn, what, what Elliot was just saying about uh, uh, oh, um, Lance Archer. He was in. He did well in those organizations, and look at him in AEW. Yeah. So a good question would be too. Also, should Lance Archer leave? <laughs> Seriously, I, I think he. For me, you know how I look at Lance Archer, and I know we're changing subjects a little bit, but I just wanted to throw this out. You know how I see Lance Archer? I see Lance Archer as carrying cross a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, different looks, yes, I know, but for some reason, like the attitude, his facial features, all that shit is similar to Karen Cross. Yep. And I see that's a good, that'd be a good question to ask is that Lance Archer? But uh, um, he's the one that should leave. But I, I don't know. Cesaro, I, I think, and, and, and I'll admit, I don't watch New Japan that much, but I think he would excel there. And, and I might start watching it. Not because of him. Oh, but, no. oh, oh I, I, I would say it honestly and openly. If Cesaro goes into Japan, I'm watching. <laughs> Hands down. But as of right now, though, I think the security, uh, financial oh, security, yeah, 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 is there for him, and that's why he probably he'll, he'll he's a yes guy. I think. I think quick, he's a yes guy. A quick and, yes or no question. Yes. Is Cesaro a Hall of Famer, Tony? Yes. Elio. I'd say yes. All right. I, I say he still needs a little bit more before yeah. he becomes a Hall of Famer. So yeah. I say no like, at the moment. Well, he's still – I mean, people's got to understand, too, you don't have to be heavyweight champion in yeah. order to be in the Hall of Fame. Coco, beware. Exactly. <laughs> there, there, you you. there you go. Coco, beware. <laughs> End of discussion. Coco, beware. There you go. Um, no, I think he does. Hell, yeah. I think he's uh, still got a long career still in Russia. Yeah, yeah, so I do too. He's still got a, lot, a long way to go. We'll just see how they use it. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's get into our next award, the yes. Botch of the Year. And now Botch of the Year is uh, Rey Mysterio. When he went for the 619 on the anniversary of Eddie Guerrero's <laughs> death, he said that Eddie, was, Eddie pulled the ropes from him. That was his excuse for the botch. Uh, we have Montez Jeez. Ford who one of the first moments of the Thunderdome goes splat on his back. Well, it wasn't the Thunderdome. It was with empty oh, arena. Yeah. Went splat on his back. Oh, my God. That shit looked like it hurt. We then have uh, in the Saudi show, Bill Goldberg trying to jackhammer the fiend, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> and last wow. but not least, recently on Monday Night Raw, we had Nia Jax who didn't know where to go, but she just threw herself out of the ring mm-hmm. and just stumbled out. So, I mean, these nominees, any one of them could be the winner. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just... But for the second year in a row, Bill Goldberg is winning a Botch of the Year award. That was my I, pick. I was watching these... Uh, 
on uh, YouTube uh, last night, actually, and that 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 jackhammer on the feet that was terrible. I thought you were going to say that jackass did that on the feet. <laughs> no, <laughs> you would have been right for saying it. <laughs> no, I have to ask you. And then the Montez Ford splat. Did he land on his back or on his face? Because when he went over, the, when he went over, I saw him land on his back. Then the camera panned over to him. He was on his face first on the ground. No, yeah, he landed on his back. Yeah, that was a that bad. was bad. Was bad. That yeah. was terrible. Oh, um, but yeah, imagine. Goldberg, second year in a row. I yep. mean, last that year was, was my pick. the Undertaker. That was this my year, pick. Also, was my Goldberg. pick as well. It was Goldberg, it, it, hands down. Uh, and also, uh, the botch was having him fucking win the title. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> How but, dare but you? you? Know what? That's WWE's fault for even putting the title on the Fiend because I remember clear as day when we talked about the Fiend and we all said. He, the Fiend should not have that title. We yeah. said it. We said it, and there, there you go. Look what happened. Ridiculous. It's, it's preposterous. Yes. And it's churlish. Very true. And it belongs in the Charlie. Yes, the Charlie. So uh, there you go. All right. You know what? I think it's time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All <laughs> right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! A little late there, Miguel. Oh, go to hell. <laughs> All right. Um, Luke Gallows turns 37. Wow. Is that shocking? Um, no, no. I, I, it feels very young for me. No, just remember, he was Festus. Yeah, I know. Ago. That's why it feels very young. <laughs> well, he, was, he looked young then. And then throughout time. I, I uh, feel he like he's older. 44 at least. Really? You thought you thought so? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that, but I can also see 47 too. <laughs> no, he's only 37. Wait, what? 37. 37. Oh shit. Yeah, well then that's shocking. Yeah. yeah. He's at 47. I'm like, yeah. He, 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 he looks older than 37. Holy fuck. <laughs> wow, I just aged that motherfucker 10 years. <laughs> I thought you said 47. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that looks about right. <laughs> Holy shit. And then what I'm about to say next is probably going to shock you. My last birthday, Miro turns 36. Jesus, man. Actually, I, I just saw one more on here. Well, who you got? Okay, Ces- LDL. Cesaro. How old is Cesaro? Tomorrow, he's going to be 40. 40? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Wow. Well... Elio, thank you for bum rushing into my birthdays. <laughs> that was supposed to be for next week's show. But anyway, Cesaro, right happy early birthday. You turned 40, you old motherfucker. You. Yo, wow, Cesaro's 40. older than Luke Gallows? That's crazy. That's crazy. But not only that, we're just having this discussion on Cesaro. So that's a good point to bring up his birthday, too, is that he's going to be 40. So that's yeah, how- good job, Elio. You that- you investigator. <laughs> You're good. But, but it's my segment. Miguel agrees. It's my segment, though. Why are we so <sighs> but to to bring that to light, yeah, that shit, that might even change my mind back. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> holy oh, shit. Man. Wow. All right. Man. With all that being said, any more birthdays you want to throw in there, Elio? Well, Jesus' birthday. <laughs> oh, Jesus' birthday. He turns 2020. 2,220 years old. Where do you get 220? <laughs> huh? 
2,220. It's 2020. 2,000 or 200. I don't know. Fuck it. I just made it's it up. 2,000. <laughs> you should have just worked with me, man. It sounded good. <laughs> He's oh. just old. <laughs> uh, what's that from me? Two, that show, Two Super Dogs, ain't that cute. But it's wrong. <laughs> All right. With that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Pat McAfee is pulled from WWE television. That's crazy. I wonder why. And it it wasn't because of Pat McAfee. It's because of WWE. Um, I guess they want to save him for, like, pay-per-views and stuff. I mean, one can only assume that's what it is. I I think that's a bad idea. I think so too. Because honestly, Oni and Larkin, they're not going to survive without him. Not without him. Pete Dunn can't cut a promo. No. no. <laughs> and and it's nothing, it's not a knock on them guys either. It's just sometimes some certain people can elevate a diff, another person. No, and... no, no, no. It, it, it's a knock on Oni and Larkin. Because they're <laughs> no, <laughs> like you said a couple of months ago. That they were J-Brones. That they yeah. were jobbers. Yeah. And now they got the tag titles. Without their mouthpiece, what are they going to do? You know what, though? If they lose them belts, like, within the, the next <laughs> couple weeks, then what's that tell you? Yeah. But yeah. but not not just what that tells you. What that tells WWE. WWE needs to be looking at. It has to be... That's got to be a decision off from Triple H then, because he's the one that's running the NXT. So why? I don't know. Uh, oh man, I think Vince McMahon has a lot more pull than we think in think? NXT. I think, think so. Yeah. Mm. The know. guy doesn't sleep. No, he, he does not. Breeds and shits it, fucking wrestling. Yeah, but not only that, I heard like he doesn't even believe in Christmas. Like he believes that he you should breaks. be working on Christmas. He's Grinch. He's a Seriously, fucking Grinch. That's that's his belief. That's his belief. Until like obviously, you know, when WWE was getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then of course they started having board members. They were all like, "Vince, bruh, it's Chris. No, we're not working." <laughs> they all had a really, and he was like, "Really, really, we can't do a show on that day." And then you know, it's like, dude, no, it's Christmas. They, these guys need a break. They finally <laughs> had to really sit him down. I, I don't know how long ago this was, but because obviously, you know, I, I don't know if everybody knew, but SmackDown was taped uh, uh, last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he, if those people didn't say that, they all would have worked on Christmas. And as, recently, like, I want to say, like, within the past six, seven years, they did yeah. work on Christmas because he was just so adamant on working on Christmas. He doesn't believe in Christmas. I remember one year they actually had a uh, on Christmas. I, I don't know if it was uh, taped or live. That, that was so when uh, they had one of those Miracle on 34th Street fights or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where someone ran over Santa Claus during the match or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that so, was probably Vince's idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Unreal. Um, my next and last bit of news Mickey James doesn't consider herself a legend really and they're gonna have this legends night 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> after their their ratings went to the shitter, Vince McMahon pulled out the fucking oh, let's have a legends night. Mm-hmm. And, come on, not another one. Yeah. But he's gonna feature Mickey James as a legend. Last time we saw Mickey James, she got put to the back burner and like she was nothing. Yeah. Remember, they had the, the she got counted out by by uh, Natalia while mm-hmm. Seth Rollins was talking to commentary. Yeah. So that's the last time we saw Mickey James. Mm-hmm. So now they got her in the legends, and you know what? Next week's spotlight is gonna feature Mickey James. Is she a legend? We're gonna save it for next week. We'll mm-hmm. talk about yeah. it in detail. Is Mickey James a legend? Mm-hmm. And um, but honestly, what, what do you guys think about this legends night? I mean, I it's been announced for for two weeks from now is is the legends night gonna be a whole night uh on bra the whole three Tony, hours they had they had at least 30 people that are supposed to be appearing where are they gonna do it all all 30 people i'm pretty sure it's gonna be a skype zoom kind of thing where they talk but miss jackie's gonna be there jacqueline it would be uh, nice to see her. That would be nice to see her. It's different. But mm-hmm. then you get your HBKs, your Triple H's. The same, yeah. The same yeah. legends they Hill always Hillbilly Jim. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Hillbilly no, just likes Tony. to talk. He can, he can <laughs> pro- Hillbilly Jim could probably do the whole three hours with his, his damn self. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the Hall of Fame show when he was inducted. Holy shit. Um, they had to cut him off. So we? They had to cut him off. They literally right. had to cut him off. Yo, Hillbilly, bruh, nobody's remember you that much. Like <laughs> the day. I don't know how I feel about this legend show. I mean, like you said, too, they're going to have to do it over Zoom. I mean, but I, I don't see them doing three hours worth of fucking uh, legend show. I think That's they're yeah. calling it that. Just to try to see if the ratings will go up. Vince is way too much into nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, he's way too much. He he just thinks when all else fell, bringing somebody that used to bring you ratings. It doesn't yep. work that way, Vince. You got a whole different audience now. Yeah. And I and I'll be honest, the audience now, they're starting not to even know who a Stone Cold Steve Austin is. They're starting not to know who a Bret Hart is. Sad yep. to say, but that's the truth of it. It is. And you're absolutely now, right. The audience now, they're starting not even to know who the hell these people are. And then you're going to throw them in their face? They're you know like, who they do know? The who? Rock? They do. And not because he wrestles. No. They know because of his movies. His movies. Yeah. And that's what's even sadder. Shoot. All right, Tony, on to rumors. All right, Bobby Lashley versus Riddle for the U.S. titles and the books for Royal Rumble next month. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You think he wins? That would be it? cool. Uh, it'll be nice. Yeah. It'll be nice to see Riddle. Riddle's been doing good. He's, He's been doing bad. He's, you know what? And I say this. Rick, you know, you used to bash him too. I do. <laughs> no, and I, and I, and I um, admit it. And my, and, and Elio, I want to hear your thoughts on Riddle. My thing is this with Riddle his backstage stuff is kind of funny. It's hilarious. I I, I, I I giggle at those those little yeah. segments he does, but his wrestling is, is impressive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but his wrestling, like for me, he it's like two sides of Riddle. 
that little yeah. comedy side and then the serious side when he starts to wrestle. And I'm just like, wow, this is like a different person. He's not goofy when he's wrestling, if you ever notice. And there's times where there's been wrestlers like, please, people, I'm not doing this out of disrespect. But you look at somebody like Eugene with that character. He was supposed to be funny. And then in his wrestling, it was funny. Uh, Actually, you know what? Billy Kay. You know, his, her character, she's funny. And then in the yeah. ring. But the difference with Billy Kay is the simple fact that she still is wrestling and is part of her character. So yep. she's able to do it. That's, that's why I always commend her on doing, on, on just her character herself. Matt Riddle, on the other hand, like I said, he's got like the funny segments that he does. But the minute he gets into the ring, totally different character, man. And, and I'm just like, oh, okay, it's time to get serious now? All right, well, hey. And I watched the whole thing, and he's he's pretty good. Uh, as an opponent for Bobby Lashley, though, mm, Tony, they got the know. MMA backgrounds. Yeah. That's true, too, but I think Riddle has more of an MMA than Bobby he Lashley does. does. He does. Um, so, but my, before I get my final thought, Elio, what, what are your thoughts on Riddle? I, I, I like Riddle. I... I like uh, the the comedy side, uh, the backstage segments. Mm-hmm. I, I laugh at them; they're funny. Uh, but I see also the serious side when he's in the ring. Yeah, and I noticed the serious side. Yeah, yeah. But the way, I, I, I don't get that whole uh, slow motion when he jumps over the ropes after oh, he yeah. makes his entrance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Vince McMahon. That's fucking gold, right yeah. there. Yeah. Like, throw them shoulder and then, and then, and then Vince is speaking Spanish too. Throw them chancas off there like that. Oh, yeah. That's giving me a rager right now. Yeah. Matter of fact, we're going to sell those chunkles on the WWE shop. Oh, yeah. $29.99 each. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. Vince is high on this kid, too. So he thinks he's funny. Bro. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hardy yeah. bros. Oh. Oh, that was stupid. That I was not for. And uh, this was actually uh, brought to my attention. Like the the if uh, if you think about the Hardy Bros, mm-hmm. not Riddle and Hardy, but Matt and Jeff. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Matt and Jeff. <laughs> unreal, unreal. All right. Like, uh, was that Elio? I'm like I can't believe it. They're still going with this. <laughs> Riddle needs to be solo. He don't don't yeah. start throwing him in a tag just to throw him in a tag. He's he's a decent wrestler. If if you want to try to enhance him even more, then throw him in with somebody like Seth Rollins. That's what they should have done. You know, I mean, who else is in in on Raw that that has that much experience that he can work a program? You know, yeah. so Seth Rollins would have been a good, you know, if they felt like he still needed to, you know, be further enhanced. Seth Rollins would have been a good uh, opponent for him. Uh, Jay Uso said his brother Jimmy will be returning sometime in January or February. Oh, so and I'm telling you, after watching SmackDown, I'm just like, Jimmy, where are you, <laughs> little Jimmy? Little, oh my God, that would be hilarious <laughs> if our truth starts saying, "I got your brother right here, little Jimmy," <laughs> or you don't have your brother Jimmy yet, but here's little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, speculated there's speculations that Lars Sullivan was removed from SmackDown's plans because WWE wants to push him 
as an unbeatable heel. And the show already has one in Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns is fucking it up for him. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Care? No. No. Elio, do you care? No. <laughs> for, for me, Lars Sullivan is a go away heat. For me, he's a, he's another character that's bland, in my opinion. Whether you know where I see what? where I, where I see him. What Elio? What's the tag team on AEW with the 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 guy that wears the mask and the other crazy guy? The, the butcher and the blade. No, the butcher no, 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 and the blade. No, no. Dark no no, the one he wears the, like the pointy mask, and oh, the uh, chaos. Serpentico, Serp- oh, oh, Serpentico and uh, Luther. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where I see him. That's Ooh, where, yeah, yeah. Like a f- fucking Uncle Fester kind Uncle. of fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! But you're right though. That <laughs> that is a good fit for him. Yep. Sure. That is hilarious, man. But yeah, no, he for me he's a, he's just another bland character, and they're trying to make him like a beast or. A but he's freak. only six three. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Damn. But even still, I mean, he's he's like, especially you know what? And I got to change subjects a little bit, and it goes back to Michael Cole. And you're right. It's like. I don't know. Every time we saw Lars, it, it was always the freight. It's, you can tell when WWE wants you to really pay attention to certain words because they're going to start using that and start calling that wrestler that. They repeated it like a dozen times in less than a minute. Yeah. And Michael Cole is really good at it. But yeah. what they don't understand is fucking annoying. Yes. And Michael Cole, when he does it, it's annoying. <laughs> now, do you think it's on Michael Cole, or do you think Vince McMahon is in Michael's ear? Say it again, Michael. Say it again, Michael. You know what? I think Say it again. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. Because no, no. Michael Cole, I think his position in WWE is like he's the head of the announce team. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, you know, years ago it was JR. And I think this, I think they handed those reins over to Michael Cole. So, I think Michael. I think it's a cross between the both of them. I, th- I think what it is is that Michael Cole knows that that's what Vince wants. So yeah. once Vince says it in his ear, call him the freak. Michael Cole is going to repeat that shit. So that way, Vince is not in his ear. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's what happens. I just call. Yeah. Him. You got it. You're right. It is, but it's just so freaking annoying, man. The freak. It's the freak. And when the freak. Did the suplex, the freak body slammed him. After that, the freak pinned him. And the freak won. And the freak is walking back to the, to the gorilla <laughs> position. Oh my God, they're showing the freak in the locker room. That's, that. you see how annoying, I annoyed myself <laughs> with that little statement. I mean, Mr. Tony, it's about time. About time what? That you realize you're annoying. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was bad, and and I'm kind of glad they took him off because then I have to hear that shit. So yeah. there you go. All right, so that is your Yo, rumor. Elio is dying. 
Yeah. What Miguel said about you, Tony. I know, right? So, Elios, you think Tony's annoying too? Of course he does. Yeah, that, 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 that was getting a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even annoy myself if I was to do that. <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah, thanks, Elliot. Uh, Elliot, um, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it is annoying. Period. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! All right, so that's all I got for rumors. What do you got for injury? Uh, well, Elliot's about to be injured. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's about to go over to the six. <laughs> to the six. <laughs> Toronto, Canada. All right, uh, that's all I got for injuries. No injuries this week. Um, <laughs> but I do have to say we have another award we're giving out, and that is Comeback of the Year. Ooh, okay. Now, is it Roman Reigns? Mm. Is it Edge, Ember Moon, or is it Tony Storm? Wow. Now, when I looked at these these names, mm-hmm. two of them stood out to me, and that was uh, Roman Reigns and Ember Moon. Really? Um, Ember Moon. Tony, she came back from a debilitating injury, an injury yeah. that was supposed to take her off for her career. Mm-hmm. And she she made a comeback. And when, we, when she came back, how shocked was you and I? I was very right? shocked. That was amazing that she came back and that she was able to come back no from it. No spoilers or anything either. And that's no. what I loved about it. Yeah. Um, Roman's return, shocking. No one mm-hmm. knew about it. And he had new teeth. Same and thing. he had a badass <laughs> attitude. <laughs> But also the same thing, it wasn't spoiled either. Yeah. Uh Tony Storm returned. Yeah. Yeah. Um Edge returned. Glad. It went everybody went crazy for Edge, but then he tore his tricep or yeah. bicep or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But he's been gone since. And mm-hmm. I can't say that's a comeback of the year because what did you do in your comeback? Yeah. Roman won the <laughs> universal title. Ember Moon sure. and Tony Storm are still wrestling on NXT. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I, I think Roman has the comeback of the year. Yeah. That, that's the way I look at it. Well, How do you look at it, Tony? Well, the, the thing of it is, for me, honestly, is just the simple fact that with Edge, because you, you mentioned uh, Ember Moon, the same thing with Edge, too. And, you know, Edge had one of those injuries that... Um, that that you didn't think he would be back for um but for me honestly the comeback is roman um i i just i just think between roman and edge it was very very close ember moon i loved it but my thing is she hasn't really done anything in the next yeah um yeah. and i agree with what you said about edge but i still think that edge's comeback i mean everybody went nuts but uh, then again I will say this, it was done in front of the crowd also. Yes. Would the same reaction would have been the same for Roman when he came back? <laughs> it would have been pretty close. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, for me, I think the edge goes to edge. <laughs> but me personally, my pick would have been Roman because he came back with a different attitude. And that's the difference. Yes. Elio. Yeah. Um, for me, my pick is... Um, Roman, because uh, just like the whole comeback, he had this whole new attitude. This is a Roman Reigns that everyone's been uh, waiting for, the heel Roman. Mm-hmm. No, no one, everyone just hated the, that uh, that uh, face Roman that was being uh, shoved down our throat. So this is the one everyone's been a win for, and we finally got it. 
Yeah. All right. Well, the winner for Comeback of the Year, the WPOV Awards. You may have not won a Slammy Award, Roman, but you got a WPOV Award for Comeback <laughs> of the Year. <laughs> so oh, congratulations. Shit, the Slammys was this week, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah something, some WWE award show. I mean, it's oh, not as big as the WPOV Awards. This one, right? yeah. No, definitely not. I heard not. about that. I didn't know. Yeah. It was, it was something. It's not as but big as Exactly. Um, but yeah, so Roman Reigns, congratulations. You win the WPOV Award for Comeback of the Year. Yeah. All right, Tony, it's now time for the Hot Tag News. Yeah, the Hot Tag News this week that St. Nick, um, old St. Nick did sing. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> old St. Nick is here to give you a Christmas wish for WWE. Uh, what are you wishing for WWE to change? Uh, yeah. we go to our thoughts, uh, we'll start with Elio, then Rick. Uh, Josh Sanders, he says, no more PG era. TV 14 are up. That was okay. Uh, which is okay. Yeah. And we, and we yeah. know how Josh Sanders feels. Josh Sanders wants some broad panty matches. He, he wants the boobies <laughs> back. Um, and, and you know, pants, we were Josh. being hypocrites too, because we were saying, eh, nah, nah, we don't. But then we checking out mm. Tony Storm's assets and <laughs> Liz Morgan's cage wedgies. <laughs> So maybe I mean, we we're, we're journalists. We're doing our journalistic and, duties. And, and, you know, that's that's my defense, too, but it, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Elio. Elio. I just, I just, I just want to see uh, the fans uh, back in mm. in a like, live crowd. I mean, the Thunderdome was cool, but, I mean, like, there's nothing like uh, being there, like, live. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I was at a WrestleMania, and uh, when I was in that building – the crowd was just like the atmosphere and the electricity in the building. Wow, yeah. that that's awesome. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think about that as a wish for mine. Which WrestleMania did you go to? Eighteen Rock versus Hogan. Ooh. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, that's that's dope. a good one to go to. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And but you know what? He's right though too. You know because nothing beats a natural reaction when you're trying to. Did you say natural disaster? Natural reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's uh, one of the one of the hard parts about like watching these shows and like grading the shows is yeah. because the natural reaction compared to like the manufactured reaction and the piped in sound effects and from the ground. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because now it's getting to the point too where, like you said, Elio, with them putting sounds in, it's like, come on, serious? Not that. It's not that great. And 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 on top of that, it is hard for them to determine what's working and what's not. Yeah, sound effects are so stupid, right? Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he's Elio's right. Elio, I didn't think of that either. Yeah, me either. Um, for me, uh, my wish would be to bring back characters. I am just a mm -hmm. huge fan of characters. And but you're a huge fan of Timothy Thatcher. He's not that's a character. True. He's a character. <laughs> He's an old school wrestler. Old school that's wrestler. That's a character. Um, yeah, with I, summer I, teeth. I, yeah. <laughs> Some teeth. Um, I, I really wish they brought characters back, man. The, that golden era of wrestling, I know we're not going to get it back, but this just something... You don't think in, we will? No, nah, I don't think so. My, my childish boy inside of me wants that era back. But wait so a minute, wait a minute. But do you think, you know, now that you're bringing that up, 
Do you think it's mainly because of, of the people that are watching today that they're expecting wrestling to be wrestling and not about character development or I, even the I, characters itself? I think that's part of it. And the other part of it was the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era just killed anything of a character and they just wanted a real life person. But I think and... the Attitude Era, though, was more of the ruggedness of wrestling other yeah. than character. Um, and, and so I don't think it ruined it that. I think that took away from characters, but I don't think it ruined it because we got The Fiend. We had yeah. Goldust for a while. We had, you know, Stardust, <laughs> you know, for a while. So my, but that, my thing, at that I just point, it's just the whole crowd, I, the, the the people, the demographic yeah. that's watching now. They, they don't understand that with wrestling and how I grew up watching wrestling, Character is a big deal in wrestling. Yeah. And, of course, you have to know how to wrestle. Um, because look at Hogan. Hogan himself <laughs> is a character. Seriously. Yeah, He's for sure. larger than life. He had, and as Vince quoted, he had the look of a champion. He had the, the blonde hair. You know, the red, the say your prayers and eat your vitamins. And he had the look of the champion. You know, Some so blonde hair. Some blonde. Some blonde. Now he has some blonde hair. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, so, but he still had character, but he, yeah. the man could not wrestle. As Gorilla yeah. Monsoon would say, he didn't know, even know how to do freaking wrist lock. <laughs> so that's, that's a big, big insult in wrestling, but the, it's true. There was character. He just couldn't fucking wrestle. And then as time went along, I think, uh, the, I think the childhood people that grew up watching wrestling, was like, damn, this guy can't even wrestle. Why am I watching him? So they switched it up and says, well, you know what? We'll give you more wrestling and less characters. So I think that's what happened. Yeah. No, I agree with you. What is your your wish to old St. Mick? My wish is to get is to have Vince McMahon retire. He has <laughs> wow. To he has to. I'm sorry. The man's a legend in his own mind. But at the same time. In his own mind, he is a legend. In his own mind. <laughs> and, and, He's a WWF champion, goddammit. Yeah, he won the his, Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also tore two freaking quad quads sliding into the ring, too. Oh, that was um, bad. But is the man a genius? That's That should be the question. Is the man a genius? Is Vince McMahon a genius? I have to say, in the beginning, yeah, because look at what he's done for the business. But lately, he has—he just has this attitude where he thinks that if he thinks it's funny, we're gonna think it's funny. If he likes he it, he sounds like you, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm gonna like it. And if you know, and that's how he sees. It. And he's even been quoted saying, "I tell the people what to like. I tell the people oh, what to yeah. watch. I tell the people what they are gonna like and how they're gonna follow this storyline because I'm gonna shove it down their throat." He even said himself, I know what's best for you. Exactly. He exactly. said it. I'm God. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. me, Austin. And and he's oh. and he's been like and then this this is probably quotes from other wrestlers, but they also say he knows what's best for business. And I'm sorry, sometimes you just don't. You know, I I, I sound like a broken record, but when I do the knock knock jokes, it's the same shit. It's like, dude, you you can only hear that knock knock joke so many times before it's not funny. But Vince wants to make sure that we laugh. And it's like, dude, no. If it's not funny, it's just not funny. If it's not entertaining, it's just not entertaining. Period. And 
I think right now, I, I think age is getting the best of Vince. Um, he's not what he used to be, and it's time to retire. Put yeah. let's get some fresh minds in there. Not really fresh, but you know, look at what Triple H is doing. And everybody's been saying that for the past what six years, seven years, yep. eight years, or whenever NXT started. It's like, dude, you look at what he's doing for that company. Going toe to toe at times with AEW, even though sometimes yep. the ratings are a little bit off. But just look at what do you think he can do with the business itself with SmackDown and Raw? And I don't know. For me, like I've heard so many times too that when, like right before Raw started, uh, there was he would change it up like a half hour before Raw. Yeah, I want it this it's way. It's crazy. It's like so. Nah. You know what, Vince? Why did you have writers for for what? So you can so you can show him that you have power like that, and he's done it for SmackDown too. An hour before the show, he would tear up everything for SmackDown and rewrite it. That's why. That's why I actually said it once. I, we don't even know what which which uh, version of Raw we're getting week to week. Yeah, yeah. And there's been times where it was it would be like five minutes before the show start, and he would tear up the script and then write SmackDown as it went on. <laughs> It's like, dude, serious? And he, for me, he has this ego about him that this, this is not going to work. He's like, Motherfucking serious? Why are you hiring these writers? It's time to retire, brother. Go, go, go. Just go. Damn. Damn. Well, that's your wish. That is my wish. Vince, fucking retire. <laughs> well, that's our hot tag news. If you listeners out there have anything you want us to discuss for our hot yeah. tag news, send it to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV or Twitter at Wrestling POV or Instagram at Wrestling POV1. We are available at all times. Just send it out to us. We will hear what you have to say and we'll talk about it. Sure. We'll make fun of you, but we'll definitely talk about it. Sure. Um, right before we go to a pause, we got one more award we're going to give out, and that's the Tag Team of the Year. <laughs> um, our nominees are Sasha and Bailey, the Golden Role Models. Uh, the Street Profits, The New Day, and The Viking Raiders. <laughs> so, um, Elio, what are your thoughts on the, the nominees for Tag Team of the Year? Uh, I, uh, I have <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey. Wow, really? My pick, yeah. Holy shit, why? I mean, because okay, they, they've uh, both been the women's uh Champion Raw and SmackDown. Uh, they've been two-time tag team champions. I don't know. Then they uh, then they split. The team split. Mm. But they were uh, two-time champions. I didn't know that. Yeah, they were two-time. Yeah, champions. Yeah, true. they were the first ever. But uh, Tony, what are your thoughts on Tag Team of the Year? Um, as much as I I'm a fan of the Viking Raiders, uh, to me that I just think that they they turned them into a joke. Um, yeah. Sasha and Bailey, I do agree with, but uh, they're they're not a team anymore. They split up a while ago. Um, and who's the other one? Street Profits, and then who? And New Day. Day. Oh, a New Day. Well, New Day is just annoying. Yeah. And seriously, I mean, they're at the point now where I'm like done with them. Yeah. And, and they, for me, like New Day's having this ego about themselves, like they deserve to be in there now. Now every time they they they're in a segment, they deserve to be there. They deserve this. They deserve that. It's like, damn, bro. So is everybody else. You don't hear them complaining. But uh, Street Profits, though, I think Street Profits, in my opinion, is tag team of the year because they have accomplished a lot. Even though, you know, they're still, for me, I still see them as a little green behind the ears, but they're still doing it. We even had 
uh, comparisons to uh, the who's Sean or who's Marty of that group. We've even had uh, multiple discussions about their attitude. Um, just uh, even though Angel Dawkins annoys us with the yeah, it's still <laughs> they still doing well. And and like I said, I remember the one match where um, I think Angel Garza got hurt and. Yep. Uh, Angel Dawkins didn't know, and he thought that they messed up the finish. You can see the passion in his face when he's just like, oh, damn. And he wasn't even happy about winning. You know, the ref was trying to explain to him, and he had that, you know, like that look in his face, like, Jesus, man, this, this match was bad. So I appreciate that. You know, I always appreciate when somebody sees and thinks that, you know, if they critique in their own match and it's bad, they acknowledge that and they said, no, we got to work on that, bro. This isn't us. We're good. You know, so I appreciate that. So in my opinion, I think tag team should go to Street Profits. All right. And for me, the way I look at it, it is down to the two teams you guys mentioned, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and the Street Profits. Now, I will say this about Sasha Banks and Bailey: As great as they were, their matches weren't always up to par when they had it as a mm-hmm. tag team. Street Profits, on the other hand, as annoying as they may be, they can go. You know, mm-hmm. they can go with the best of them. So for me, I'm going to go with the Street Profits. So the tag team of the year for Wrestling POV Podcast Awards is the Street Profits. Congratulations yeah. to... No, no, I'm changing my mind. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. um, the thing is, I could see the back team actually doing that if they won. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, guys, we're going to take a little pause for the cause. And when we come back, we got some more awards. We got This Week in Wrestling. We got the book and so much more. Stay tuned. This is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Purchase a t-shirt today um, for $19.99. The holidays are still around. Buy your loved ones a t-shirt. Do yeah. something good for them. You know, a Wrestling POV podcast shirt, Wrestling POV global shirt, a Miguel Cole Wrestling POV shirt. We have it all. We have a plethora of shirts. So make sure you buy it for $19.99. Also, we have a good friend, Kenny Casanova. Go to WOHW.com. Uh, purchase a book today from Kenny Casanova. Kenny's helped a number of superstars uh, write books from Kamala to Vader to Sabu to Tito Santana to Dangerous mm-hmm. Danny Davis to Brutus the Barber Beefcake and so much more. Uh, make sure you check all that out. And, and just, guys, check out all of our shows. We have Wrestling POV Podcast where we discuss WWE every Saturday. We have Wrestling POV Global with Elio Canella, TJ Logan, and Andy Anderson where they discuss AEW in full, as well as uh, New Japan and MLW and sometimes Impact uh, every Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, we have WPOV Quarantine, where you can find every Tuesday our video show, our Zoom show. Uh, We can find that the videos on YouTube and on our Facebook page, or you can find the audio versions on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free. Um, and they discuss random wrestling topics and they bring in some big names like Savio Vega, the uh, Bushwhacker Luke, you know, uh, I'm missing one. I know it. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Hart, uh, D'Lo Brown. 
I mean, some guy named Rick Serrano marked out when he spoke with D'Lo Brown, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and also, we have a Wrestling POV Aftermath, where we discuss uh, pay-per-views. Our next Aftermath uh, pay-per-view show will be uh, the Royal Rumble. And you guys don't want to miss on that. And Andy Anderson defends his Wrestling POV Championship yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So make sure you guys play along. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's go into our next award. It is Moment of the Year. Mm-hmm. And we have to go all the way back to January, the Royal Rumble, speaking of Royal Rumble, where mm-hmm. this moment happened. Edge returns at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, our next uh, nominee, we have The Undertaker Retires. Huge moment at this year's Survivor Series. Uh, Drew McIntyre winning the title at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. And Becky Lynch announcing her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Um, for me, it comes down to Undertaker and Edge. Now, Undertaker retiring at Survivor Series 30 years in the making, if there was a crowd there, it would have been silent. Because it would have just been, oh my God, like everybody just bre- <sighs> breathing and just hearts pounding. And That's just some heavy tears. ass fucking breathing. <laughs> Tears falling from your eyes and everything. Um, there will be some. T- take it easy, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been crazy. Um, but you Edge, might I, tissue. I have to go with Edge. Edge had the <laughs> biggest pop of the year, hands down. And obviously, because of the pandemic, we can't rate it with any other pops because yeah. all the other pops were mm-hmm. were uh, made by Vince McMahon. So I have to go with Edge on this one. Uh, it gave it gave me goosebumps, and I'm not even an Edge fan. So, uh, Elio, I'm going with uh, Edge's return uh, at the Royal Rumble because, uh, like everyone else, I wasn't even expecting. It. That was like a surprise to see him return after his uh, injury, like almost ten years ago. Yeah. So that for me, that was my moment of the year. All right, yeah. Tony. Yeah, same same thing. I mean. And and not to discredit Undertaker, Becky Lynch, or even Drew, but those three events that happened, it happened uh, with no crowd. Um, Becky Lynch, though, I will say this, I think definitely deserves second place. Um, or even, uh, to be honest, if that didn't happen with Edge, I think Becky Lynch would win. And only because of how they did it. Um, yeah, that was cool. Because it, it was surprising. I wasn't expecting it. And it was a, a natural reaction <laughs> from Oscar because Oscar didn't even know. No one, nobody in that building knew except for Seth and Vince. That was it. And um, so all that reaction that you saw was legit. And um, so if it wasn't for Edge, I think that definitely would have been moment of the year. Um, it's just for me with The Undertaker, I think it would have been more, even though it, you know it's, it was a special occasion, but I think with The Undertaker, like you said, everybody would have been quiet, but at the same time, all you you would have heard from people, if people were there, was thank you, Taker, and they would have just kept on going with that over and over and over yeah. and over. You know what I'm saying? And then they wouldn't have stopped. Uh, Drew, granted, it was a big moment for him, but no crowd. So I yeah. think, unfortunately, I was happy that he won, but it was almost kind of predictable, too, because everybody knew how... Brock Lesnar felt about the whole pandemic thing and the whole shutdown. He was like, fuck you. I ain't working here. Have the belt. So, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I I, I think the pandemic kind of ruined that for him. So, 
Absolutely. With Edge, yeah, I think he had the advantage because of the crowd, but I think even if it wasn't in the crowd, I still think he, he would have won. So Yeah, sure. Edge. Um, But uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, Edge does win the moment of the year. We're going to give him the award. Congratulations, Edge. Uh, come pick up your award, Edge. Yeah, come pick it up on, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we got some nice things we want to say to you, Edge. So make sure you come on the show. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rick, you're full of shit. <laughs> he didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, it is time to get raw, Tony. Yeah. This is the All right. Well, uh, let's go straight on to the low points. Uh, my low Oof. point, it was uh, the Hurt Business promo mm-hmm. with Riddle and Hardy. I mean, mm-hmm. like I, said, I just think I gave it a one, by the way, but I, I just think the Riddle and, and Jeff Hardy thing, I know where they're trying to get at. I see where they're trying to get at with it, but it's not working, in my opinion. Elia, what were your low points of Raw? Yeah, I have that. It's my low point. My other one is uh, Jackson Records feeding Grand Metz Week. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, But, see, I didn't have a problem with that. Only Elio does not like Jackson Riker. I know. I noticed that. But, uh, also, was, but also uh, yeah, the, the one thing about the VIP lounge, uh, her business was a whole lot. Again, they have to find a way to put that 24-7 championship Yes. Yes. You know? But it was funny, though, with our truth right <laughs> <laughs> where he, he photobombed the, yeah. he photobombed. So that part was funny I give it that but at the same time like they try to make the hurt business serious and I don't like exactly what you said Elio when they throw on the 24-7 title and it kind of discredits that you know um, but yeah that was my low point I have a couple of side notes I'm going to throw out and a couple other low points too that was came close to that Rick what was your lowest point of Raw? my lowest point was the VIP lounge I oh, gave wow. it a point five <laughs> with the Hardy bros it's yeah. like first of all Jeff Hardy can't cut a promo so when you put him mm-hmm. at, as the straight guy for the promo it's just like no it's not going to work so <laughs> point five I don't like it was, I don't like the VIP lounge to begin with and yeah. it just this just made it a lot worse. So point five for them. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, all right, high points for me. The high point of Raw was I had a couple of them. Um, I'll go with the Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Drew versus AJ Miz and Morrison. Um, the, now the only reason why I gave this a three is because what happened at the end uh, when Sheamus uh, broke Keith Lee, and because that's a feud I want to see, to be honest. So when they laid that out there for us, I was like, okay, the ending was good. So, that okay, I give it. And the match was decent, too. But the other three I gave, and you might be not really shocked by it, but I've never rarely gave segments, okay, not matches, segments, a high rating. I really, sometimes I just don't because sometimes they're all dumb. But I gave a three to the Orton promo with Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. It was good and creepy. Yes, and it was. I tell you, Alexa, she is, you can tell she's having a lot of fun with this role. She's having, not only having a lot of fun, but she is, damn, she's killing it. She is killing it. And uh, I know this is going to be a question for later on down the road, but I'm curious to see if The Fiend is going to have a new look. 
according to his tweets where he put himself back in the cocoon. So obviously when you go back into a cocoon, you come out a different person. Um, so I'm going to throw that question to you two, but um, Rick, what were your high points of raw? My high point was the Orton and Alexa promo. I thought it was great. I loved the swing set. Obviously it was recorded, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but I loved it. I thought it was really good. I think Alexa has found her niche. I think mm. she found what she's really good at and that is cutting promos. Um, I would love to see her in the ring more and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully that comes down the line. But, but uh, not to cut you off, Rick, but do yeah. you think the reason why is because she is injury prone? That's why they don't have her in the ring. That's a possibility as well. That's definitely uh, up there because there is a fear factor with Alexa. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gave that a three. I do have to say, though, about that street fight. Why are we tagging in and out yeah, for a street yeah. fight? Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. And that then they did it again sense, on yeah. NXT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look like the, uh, the opening uh, promo with uh, Charlotte and Oscar and Sketch, uh, Charlotte's flub. Oh, yeah. She called Sheena Basler Sheena Blazer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad promo. Too. I, 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 I had to remind him, like, wait, I had to, I have to remind this to make sure I, I didn't miss here. <laughs> All right. Speaking Elio. of, uh, oh, speaking of uh, Blazer, Alundra Blaze, have, have you, s- not a, is it Alundra? Yeah, Medusa, right? Yeah. Medusa, yeah. Alundra yeah, Blaze. Have you seen her pictures on Instagram? For a 60 year old woman? <laughs> I think I have. Is it one of them with her in a really low cut red shirt or red? No, no, with, like no, her wearing a black panties and no top and covering up like that. No, I did not see yeah. that. I mean, well, I'll send it to you because of journalistic purposes. Well, I have to review it and, and critique it also. Yes, so just that remember was, that, people. Yes, we got a job to do. Elio. <laughs> okay, okay, so my high point. We're at the end. I was just still cracking up. <laughs> My high points were, were the Alexa Bliss uh, Randy Orton segment and uh, the main event with Seamus Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. yeah so now, what does that- this say for Raw? Oh, sorry, Tony, but what does no. this say for Raw when we all agree on the low points and the high points? Right. Right. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, now, I do have a side note. Um, uh, which is I had an issue in the beginning segment with Charlotte and Oscar, and okay. then Nia Jax come out, then Shayna came out, then Mandy came out, and Dana. Now I have a problem with that because um, was that they already announced that uh, Mandy and Dana versus Nia and Shayna. Then why did they just do that uh, segment and act like it just got approved? You know exactly. what I mean. Like they already announced it that that match was going to happen later on in the in the in the show, but during that segment they were acting like, "Oh, we just got that match approved." I'm like, "Oh my god, seriously!" Then to me it was like, "Why did do that whole segment?" Because obviously when they do segments like that, it's leading into a match between some one the people involved in that segment. But they fucked it up by saying that it's already going to happen later on. But then during the segment they were like. Oh my god, this just got approved. Oh my god, I can't wait. This it's happening next, people. And I'm uh, I, was, I, I don't know. That was just that was just my side note. And I noticed that and I'm like, come on, people, get it together. Get it together. Um Charlotte and Oscar are gonna be a bad team. You, yeah, you think I, I'm not feeling it. Already yeah. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. 
Well, after SmackDown, I have Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I gave SmackDown a 2.14, which I was shocked when that number came up. Uh, what did you guys give it? I gave Raw a 1.9. Oh, wow. Yeah, 1.65. Oh, wow. All righty. Elio, Elio is the hard hitter, man. You got to. Elio's, he's a hard critic, man. Yeah. Um, well, y'all better be on your shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is the NXT POV Mamma Mia. Elio, wait, Elio. Oh. Oh. I'm afraid, I'm afraid we got some bad news. Oh man. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> well, I was. Elio, I, mean, I, I, I set you up for. I it. was I getting can't. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Elio, you never talk to me that way. <laughs> I think it moved a little. <laughs> a little drop of pee came out. <laughs> he was like, you know, I'll get my goddamn notes, man. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, this whole show was god awful. Me and Tony were texting back and forth about NXT. And we never it do that. Was- God, and we never do that during NXT because we're norm- no. normally it's good. But this one, this was garbage. Was all right, terrible. I think, I think we can all agree at the low point was the Gargano Christmas. Yes, I gave that a point five. So did I. Absolute trash. Um, I didn't know whether it's a laugh for crying. <laughs> oh man! So, did you have any other low points, guys? Uh, Tony, yeah. you. Yeah, we'll go with Elio first. No, okay. for me, yeah, it was a uh, Gargano Christmas. Just, uh, I, I, I get the play on words, but just the whole segment, the segment as a whole was just terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other one I had that was a low point to me, and it was the Timothy Thatcher versus Leon Ross. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Really? really? Seriously? So, I, I, either way, I gave it a point five. There was some other close ones that was almost a point five, uh, which was Bronson Reed versus Ashanti the Adonis. I gave it a one, but it, for me, as a side note, I put what the fuck is Bronson's vest? This is the yeah with the doing? lizard. What the with hell the is lizard? that? Yeah, that made absolutely no sense. This and is then, the third time they repackaged him too. Yes, yes, and he's got the haircut. Uh, yeah, the so, Dominican Uso haircut. Yeah, the, the Dominican Uso. He might go in the book for that too. But <laughs> here's the deal, though. With the, it's like there was nothing leading into him liking lizards or, or yeah. dragons. I don't know where they're going with this. And because the thing of it is, as everybody knows, I'm huge with character. You know. Yep. You have got get that look, but don't make it look ridiculous. And Bronson Reed, when he came out and he had that fucking lizard. Thing on his jacket. Classic. Yeah. What, uh, the, what the hell is that? What does that have to do with Colossal? It, it, it has nothing to do with it. My my only my only thought process to that is like Godzilla, maybe, but that doesn't explain the damn lizard. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Um, my high point and. It's a two. The highest point I gave was a two for NXT. Wow. Wow. And that was Adam Cole defeating uh, Dream. Velveteen Dream. And Velveteen Dream, what the hell is going on with him? I know. There is something wrong going you on. Think he's giving up? I think he's giving up. 
I think he's done. I, I yeah. I've been saying it for a while now that I don't think he should he should have been fired a while ago. But I think yeah. he's done. I don't yeah, think he's think given. So? Yeah, I gave that a two. How I'm old not is he? He's 23, 24. He's still young. Yeah. He's very young. Yeah. So I, I think uh, that might have something to do with it uh, being a little immature. Yeah. Because uh, look, at, look at some of the stunts he's pulled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And especially like the one when he had the tights and it said, Call me up, Vince. Yeah. And they were pissed about that. It's yeah. like, dude, no, you don't do that. So it might have a lot to do with his maturity, too. Yeah. So who knows? For sure. Uh, they still put him in the main point, event, Elio. though. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Elio, high point. High point. Um, that was it to Adam Cole and the end of Velveteen Dream. Everything else was just not good. Yeah. Yeah. The only high points I had, I had two of them, and, and I agree with y'all, Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. I gave that a 2.5, and I gave the opening match, Lorcan versus Birch. Uh, versus Birch, Lorcan and Birch versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. I that was my other yeah, yeah, I was I was entertained by that. And they're tagging in and out street fight. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you were entertained because <laughs> yeah, because the Killian Dane couldn't get broken through a table. He could not. That was horrendous, <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it? But it was still. I mean, for me, it was still action packed. I thought it was. It was a good. What he he stayed laid out for the rest of the match. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But in comparison to everything else that was happening on on NXT, this was this was a good match. All right, Um, I'm gonna go ahead, Tony. Sorry. No, I was gonna say, and and Adam Cole, you can't go wrong with him. With those, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm going to throw out two side notes, one really <laughs> high one and one really low one. The mm. low one is Dexter Loomis's drawing. Now, uh, I'm excited for the last woman standing match between Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. However, he's drawing with this pen and nothing is coming out. <laughs> and it's like, bro, we see you. Yeah. You're not drawing that. All right, well, to defend him... Because I'm somewhat of an artist myself. A lot of artists just do that before they actually draw a line or to color something in. They do. They they it's it's called the uh shadow uh shadow something. I forgot what it is, but you know, they they kind of like all right, where where's the line gonna be? Oh, right here, boom, and then they do the line. So they're constantly in motion, you know what I'm saying? So artists artists like I, I saw that too, but I was like, nah, he's just trying to that's what artists do, put it that way. Elio. I'm going to tell you this. I'm calling bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an artist, so I'm not going to say, I don't know. I don't know. Thanks for the <laughs> Tony's like, that's what we do, man. That's what we do. Oh but my high, my high side note, whoa, Zia Lee. Whoa. Oh, right. right? Whoa. Man, that made my Woo. people move. <laughs> <laughs> Something is gonna happen at either night one or night two. You think Listen, so, man? Yeah, no. man, make it happen both nights. You know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, I gave NXT this week a horrible 1.4. Wow, Tony. I gave NXT this is probably the first time I've ever given NXT this, but I gave it a 1.5. Wow, Elio. Mine's at 1.9. 1.9. Wow. 
Wow. NXT didn't break a two this week. That's sad. That's terrible. That's that what's that tell you about NXT this week? You know? It wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> All right, Elio. All right, so so I can get into AEW Dynamite. Boom, Dynamite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> My high point had to be Pack defeating the Butcher. I thought it was a really solid match. I gave it a three. Um, nothing to complain about with that match. I thought it was pretty solid. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my my highest was the Young Bucks, Young Bucks versus the Acclaim. Even though I think we all knew the outcome of this, it was still a good match. And and I. I know I bash Young Bucks a lot on the show, but at the no. same time, they do throw a good show. It's just I, I'm just tired of them putting themselves over all the damn time. I mean, I think AEW this week was a very predictable show. I think, think you so? could have called out every single match. You could have been like, "This is gonna happen. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. They're gonna win. That's gonna win. like very predictable this week for me." Yeah, yeah. No, for me, I think the the Young Bucks versus the Acclaim. I, I gave it a three. Uh, my my highest was uh was a uh, top flight uh, versus joke when MJF I gave two point five. Yeah, I gave now, that a two point five too. No, with that match, I gave it a one point five because honestly, it's like why are they out there fighting each other? Why are they yeah. fighting top flight? Because yeah. top flight call them bitches. Yeah, like that. That's why we're fighting them. Mm-hmm. It, it just made no sense. And I do have to say this. I have to bring this up. The Jericho moment. What the NBA fans, after watching basketball, they saw that wrestling was on next. So they watched the first match and they saw Jericho and they said, wow, Jericho got fat. Jericho is out of shape. Jericho should retire. He's still wrestling. He he is is out of shape. They trashed him. Really? And this is not coming from wrestling fans. This is coming from NBA fans. Really? So yeah, they destroyed him, and then Jericho, I, in my opinion, made the biggest mistake of his life, and he responded, oh. and he said, "Oh, I can out sit up, I can out weight lift, I can out mm-hmm. do all this, and still mm-hmm. put on a great match." Blah blah. blah. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why yeah. would you? First of all, Jericho, you can't weight lift. I, you haven't had an ab since 1994. Let's be real, Jericho. Let's be honest. Your chest hasn't been developed since ever. All right? Let's be real about that. Yeah. Jericho responding to these people was a mistake, especially yeah. in a defensive way. Not yeah. good on his part. Yeah. It does not look good. Yeah. I mean... I mean, should have he responded? Should not? Should he have not responded? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They're 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 not wrestling fans, so I think he probably should have responded, but not like that. I think he could yeah. have done it a different way, maybe. But um, yeah, if, if there were wrestling fans, you know, I might have to agree with you. But there were NBA fans, so for him to respond, I think it was appropriate. But I think he should have probably did it in a different way. Yeah, I agree he's with not that. in shape. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's an in-ring shape, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Oh Lord, that was your side note. Wait, did yes. we do lows? No, we're not doing lows now. Oh, my bad, my bad. Sorry, my apologies. My, my. Okay, uh, Tony, what do you have for lows? All right. Well, speaking of lows, 
I have a couple of them. Uh, Dark Order versus Jurassic Express. Oof. I will say this. I'm a fan of um, Luchasaurus. I'm a fan of Jungle Boy. But I am not a fan of the little Marco Marco stunt. Why is he trying so hard to act like he's a badass? And you saw the one part when he looked right at Jungle Boy and says, hold me back. And that's when they were holding him. He's going, I'm like, bro, I want to go ahead. Go ahead, go after it. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, I'm fucking. Like, I'll flip you with my finger, motherfucker. Get the hell. Trying to go not... after Tony Blanchard. Yeah, <laughs> serious. Are you serious with this? Are we gonna see Tully get back in the ring against Marco Stunt? Oh God, <laughs> I hope not. Marco Stunt. I'm sorry to say, and the people bash me for it. You know what? Go ahead. But Marco Stunt is the worst, uh, not wrestler. I don't want to say wrestler, but <laughs> what the fuck is the word for that? Performer. Performer. <laughs> but he, he's just bad. It's like, it's not believable. This is not believable. I'm sorry. But he he overdoes a lot of things, too, with Jurassic Express. And then, actually, what was it? I saw it one time where I think it was he was doing something. He was like in the outside of the ring. It's, it wasn't on this episode. I believe last week's the week before. And I think the, the young bucks were involved. And, and one of the young bucks looked right at him and was like, chill the fuck out, dude. You, you're fucking overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? Go watch, go, go back. Oh, man, I'll look for it. I'll look for it. If I can find it, I'll show it to you guys. But uh, yeah, I, it's like I said, the sad part is I'm a fan of Jungle Boy. He's really, really talented. And I am a fan of Luchasaurus. Uh, the other uh, low point, uh, was the Sting interview serious? We're really doing yeah. this with him. We're really doing this with him. Um, th- and it's funny because they talk about the Undertaker. Uh, we're going to talk about Sting too. Uh, but I gave it a one. It was just terrible. And the side note, sorry, a side note that I do have is the attack on Sheeta. Now you guys know I'm huge on Sheeta. I love me some Sheeta, and I like Abaddon. I like the character, but the attack on Sheeta by Abaddon was just terrible, bad. It was bad, bad. Yeah. I mean, I we like, saw that with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And Becky. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's the other point. Yeah, because she bit her in the neck and the blood. Yeah, I'm like, I made a movie poster out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you did? did yeah, you did? It, it, it's, it's, on the, it's on the Facebook page. I oh. put rabid. <laughs> I got to go look at that. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, that was done already. But, but just the attack in itself. I, I, I wasn't a fan of and I'm um I'm out of anything in AEW I'm rooting for this uh storyline. <laughs> yeah. So for my- me, uh my lowest point was the sting interview. First of all, stop doing it's sting. Yeah, yeah that, that just, I don't that, remember he, him doing that in WCW. No, he he did it, but he they're did. over exaggerating it yeah. this time around. Yeah, that's just the thing, and I'm I'm like I was over it the first time he said it. Yeah, and the fact that they keep telling him to do it over and over again, and you can see he's struggling to get that out. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that was my lowest point. I gave that a point five. Elio, my my low point is that whole Miro Sabian announcement, whatever. Yeah, and that's for next week, right? Uh. Uh, I think it's is it February? Yeah, it's some beach break or something. February. Yeah, that's really? what that's, yeah February. Oh, and they're now they're announcing it. I know, right? Holy fuck! All right. I do have a, a side note for high is uh, 
that that video by the acclaim that rap video oh yeah you like that <laughs> I, 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 I don't know like I, the first week I didn't get the whole rap thing but like that video I, yeah. I went back and watched it again I just uh, to see and I was I was okay with it it wasn't a great I mean, yeah, I mean, it was no Snoop Dogg, but it was. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hey, Elio, it's your POV. Stick by yeah. it. All right. No, I know. Yeah. It's like, hell yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, overalls. Uh, overall, I gave AEW this week a 1.6. Wow. Tony? I gave AEW this week a 1.81. That was mine. Yeah. Yep. I gave it a 1.7. Holy wow. shit. You know, wrestling was bad this week. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty bad. All right. Let's get into the SmackDown breakdown. Um, for me, the lowest point was Roman Reigns defeating Kevin Owens in the cage match. I gave it really? a 1.5. Wow. I'm over this storyline. Okay. I know they're going to drag it out. I know we're going to continue to... I mean, a handcuff, really, this is what we needed to do. Like, Jimmy, Jay Uso had to get involved. It was just... Come on, guys. Let's just end this this storyline. Are we seeing... I think we're seeing too much of Jay Uso. We're seeing a lot. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I agree. Uh, Elio, what was your low point? The most TV time he's ever had. That's true. (laughs) Elio, low point of SmackDown. Point with... uh, um, what's it called the women's? Uh, I think what was it? Uh, three triple threat. Oh uh, yeah, the triple threat tag match. Yeah. That was your low point. One point five. Uh, Tony. The lowest point for me was the Charlotte and Oscar promo with Sasha and then Bianca, then Bailey and Carmella came out. It was the big mess. I gave it a point yeah. five, but just the promo, not the match. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. The match. The thing is about the match. Is that you have this thing with Billy Kay getting partners, mm-hmm. and you have the Riot Squad there? Why yes, are we not having they, actual no, I was tag say, You saw there. how they have them like in the back, like they're yeah, they've been like an unstoppable team, and they really haven't. No, yeah, that's the yeah. But why have a made-up team of Carmella and Bailey and Sasha and Bianca? Yeah, like, like you could have just put those teams there, yeah, and had. Them win this match. The I just thought it was teams. all, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I didn't really enjoy it. My highest point though was the spoiler alert. Yeah, that fucking people put all over the internet. Uh, Big E defeating Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Title. Mm-hmm. Gave that a three. That was a really good match. That was mm-hmm. solid. I love the lumberjack aspect to it. I'm a good. I, I'm a big fan of lumberjack matches. I love lumberjack matches. It's always <laughs> some kind of chaotic. Chaos or something going on, on the outside. Elio, what was your high point? I gave, uh, yeah, that was uh, my high point. Uh, Big Eve versus Sammy Zane, Lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. That was a 2.5. Oh, wow. Right. Tony? Well, the highest point for me, and this is going to be a first ever for me, I gave it a three and a half, and that was Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. That was a good match. That was a was really solid. good match, and uh, it was just solid all from beginning to end. Um, I kind of disagree with you guys about with the whole they're showing too much of Jey Uso. I think it's appropriate because they need to show that he's willing to do anything for Roman, and that's fine. But at the same time, they're also showing his aggressiveness too, which is what yeah. I like. They're not punking him out either, if you notice. They're really not. Even though he lost the match with Daniel Bryan, they're still not punking him out like I've seen 
done before. Like I give you an example. When Buddy Murphy was the disciple with Seth Rollins, for me, in my opinion, they punked out Buddy Murphy. And he's a talented yeah. wrestler. So that that's that's what I'm talking about. I at see least, what you're saying. Yeah. At least with Dan, well, at least with Jay Uso, they're really not because they're showing really his aggressive side. And I kind I dig that. And then with the news of his brother coming back in January, February, I think it's going to be more dominant too. So they got to show this faction as really dominant faction. And I think they're doing that with Jay, Um, even though he lost, but that's fine. (laughs) But the reason why I didn't give it to Big E and, and Sami Zayn and everybody knows I'm a huge fan of Sami Zayn, but I gave that match a two and a half. And the reason why is because it was spoiled. I didn't want to know that Big E won. I wanted to have that surprise factor and who knows, maybe this would have been match of the night for me, but it kind of took away. I knew it was coming up last, obviously, but the Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso, I didn't hear nothing about it. It was fresh. I looked into it and I was just like, it really entertained by it. So that's why I gave yeah. that match a three and a half. Oh, but the other uh, my side note, sorry, is that speaking of Jay Uso, that they do, the one thing they do got to do with Jay is that they got to give him some wins. Um, yeah. Then I think the last three or four matches he's he lost. lost. So they got to start giving him some wins just to develop that character as of, uh, wow, he he can beat him up or he can win or, you know what I'm saying? Just to make the faction even more believable. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 2.3. Elio. 2.1. I gave it a 2.2. Nice. Wow. So we all, we all agree on that. So, oh, I forgot to go over the uh, Wednesday Night Delight. We have NXT versus oh, yeah. AEW. Currently, uh, NXT is ahead six to five. Um, but NXT for me was really bad this week. AEW was not that much better, but they were a little bit better. So I'm going to go with AEW this week. Tony. Yeah, no, I agree with you. NXT for the first time in a long time that I'm even saying this, that it was just terrible. And then AEW was not much better, but I was more entertained with AEW just a little bit. And uh, I'm going with AEW. All right, Elio. AEW, same. All right, so AEW and NXT are now tied at six and six. And this is the first time, too, right? That it's been neck and neck with these guys. No, AEW had the lead a couple of weeks ago. No, no, AEW no. I'm talking was... about from last year. Oh, what do we? Oh, yeah, from last year. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even last year it wasn't like this. It wasn't that tight. Oh that, no, no, yeah. Because NXT was just blowing these guys out the water last year. From the get, yeah, from the get go, it was like yeah. six to one yeah. to start, and then they yeah. just stayed in the lead. And then now yeah, this, this year, it's like back and forth, back and forth. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Uh, currently, NXT is ahead 19 to Raw's 11 to SmackDown 6. Um, for me, I thought SmackDown had the better show. I had it had my highest rating. Um, I liked it because it was it felt compact to me. It felt like we had four matches. We had some stuff in between, but we were more focused on the matches more than anything. And I, I felt like this is what SmackDown was doing in the beginning of their uh, moment with Fox, where they were just focusing more on the matches and they let the matches tell the story. Um, so I'm going with SmackDown this week. Uh, Elio. I'm going with SmackDown as well. All right. And Tony? Same thing. How I have my thingamajigs here. I have SmackDown, Raw, and NXT last this week. That's the first yeah, one. Yeah, me too. I, I think NXT has never been on the bottom as bad as no. it was this week. No. Um, 
All right, and we have our next award. We have uh, we have the brand of the year. <laughs> Speaking of, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. It seems. Wow. Brand of the year. We have Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Um, listen, we just said it. NXT has not been this bad this whole year. Yeah. Yep. But I have to give it to NXT. NXT's been the best show. I mean, it's <laughs> been the most solid show from beginning to almost the end. Do you know how, how, like, how hypocrites we sound right now? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. We all sound like hypocrites right now. <laughs> if, if people are first listening to this show, they were like, these They're never going to listen again. They're like, these buffoons. Yeah, they're like, these guys don't know shit. <laughs> No, but NXT has been the most solid show yes. from yes. the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, I agree. They with just that. they just had one bad episode. This is the worst yeah. episode they've had all year, and it yeah. comes at the end of the year. Unfortunately, but you know what though? I think this they this is the worst episode since the time we started doing AEW versus NXT and SmackDown. I think this yes. is the worst since we. Started I think this is the it. worst, and, yep. this is, and that's going on what three three years? Three Somewhere years. Right? Yep. I think this is the worst in the three years. So. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, odd because we're doing this award show, <laughs> and the award for brand of the year goes to NXT. Congratulations, <laughs> wow. Triple H! If you want to come pick it up, yeah, yep. come to New Mexico. I'll uh, hook you and Stephanie up. Sure, I'll, I mean, I'll hook Stephanie up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's stop, guys. Come Perfect. on, this is this, this, come on, come on, come on. We're professionals. Come on. Um, it's journalistic purposes. I'm gonna hook her up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one too. All right, it's time for the book, Tony. Let's open it up. Yeah. So those that are new to the show, basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and uh, we need it just to get a good laugh. But we also did it before the pandemic too. But uh, just just to get a good laugh, and plus things do happen during the week that uh, we sometimes we really just don't talk about. But we're like, you know what? It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So uh, with that being said, you guys ready? Yes, sir. All right. Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Fuck him. He stays. Fuck him. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. (laughs) It's funny. Because the battery, you're going to keep it in there anyways. What'd you say, Elio? You're going to keep it in there anyways, so there's a matter. No, it's a collective, Elio. If if (laughs) two of y'all say no and I say yeah, it it comes off the bat. All right, Elio, Elio. Elio. You and I are both saying to take it out. Wait, I got to hear it from Elio. I know. I I already said yes a couple of weeks back. To to leave it in there? No, take it it out of the book. Take it out? Oh, okay. And Rick? Just take it out. All right, so I think Elio said yes, leave it in there. So I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> so it's a bad connection, there. right? Yeah, it was a connection. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. Bad connection. Stays <laughs> in. <laughs> Coronavirus. Stays. You know what? I think, I think what we're going to do is we're going to leave it for the fans, uh, just to be fair, and <laughs> put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> and if they voted it stays, then it stays. I, I, can't, I can't control that. I can't. <laughs> but if they say to take it out, then I will be a man and I will take out Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. <laughs> With your teeth? <laughs> that was so perverted. Oh, my Lord. Uh, MVP, older brother's suit. Stays. Jericho and Con Demo. 
They still do because now they're calling. It's true. They are. They they call them the demo god on AEW. Yeah, it stays. Ridiculous. Uh, Drew's dragon breath. That stays. You don't think he's getting better? No. In this, no, okay, damn. <laughs> that shit down. <laughs> Roman's tapas. That stays. <laughs> they were bad. Uh, yeah, no, Angelo. Oh, they did win the tag team of the year from Russell POV. So we take them out? Yeah, we'll take them out. Yeah, right, we'll take them out. Plus, I don't They'll think be back I heard it on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, Smackdown. sorry. I don't think I heard it on that. No, nah, he didn't. No, nah, because they were in the Lumberjack match. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't they do a promo in the back too? They didn't do a promo, but he, yeah, he didn't do it then. Nah. So, all right. Yeah, we'll take it out. Candace's wings stays. The Garganos. Oh, stays. Yeah. Well, let's change it from the Garganos to the way, because all four of them are ugh, are cringy. Yeah, very <laughs> cringy. Uh, Rick sore throat. Wait, did we take that one out? Yeah, we took that one out. Oh, lucky. I couldn't see, <laughs> I couldn't see the eraser mark. Uh, AEW rankings stays. Dominic's turtleneck and chain that stays. Carmella's champagne shower. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, MJF's orange hands. We could take that out. Yeah, we... I think they. I think they blended in. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. All right. That's out of it. It is now time for the uh, Female Superstar of the Year Award. Our nominees are Sasha Banks, Bailey, Asuka, and Io Shirai. Now, all four of these women had a phenomenal yes, they did. 2020. Io Shirai dominated as NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Asuka won the Raw title twice, tag team titles. Sasha Banks won the tag titles and the SmackDown championship. Bailey was dominant in the year 2020 as a SmackDown Women's Champion, mm-hmm. and she had the tag team titles. Um, this is a tough one. Um, for me, the one that stands out the most is Bailey and Io Shirai. Those yeah. are the two that I really focus on when I look yeah. at these two women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have to go with Bailey on this one. Tony? Wow. You know what? I agree with you. Um, I like Io Shirai, though, as a front runner, and I wouldn't be upset if she won it. Because um, uh, her promo work isn't there, but her wrestling and everything that she's done, as far as the storyline goes, it was pretty decent. Um, but Bailey, I think Bailey knocked it out the park with this whole new character that she's been doing. Um, her promos aren't the greatest, but they're still <sighs> entertaining, I guess. Um, yeah. Some of the things that she's been doing in the ring has been entertaining. Ding dong, hello. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But she's been incorporating her attitude outside of the ring into the ring, which is what I I really, really like that. Like I said, the one match she had, I think it was the Hell in a Cell with Sasha. Was it? Yep. And when she was trying to, when we actually put her in the book for her carpentry skills, and then (laughs) she looked right at the ref and said, Hey, can you help me with this? (laughs) Yeah, she's great with with her talking with the commentary with Michael Cole. Yeah. You see, Michael? You yeah, see? yeah. <laughs> so, but either, either way, though, like her whole change of character. Because if you think about it, look at the Bailey now compared to the Bailey in NXT. It's like yeah. that's a big change. That's yeah. a really big change. And the stuff that she's been doing with Sasha during this pandemic too, 
showing up all the time, I give it to Bailey. I will give it to Bailey for sure. All right, Elio. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bailey uh, was my choice for Superstar of the Year. Um, She's been dominant. She's been, I I believe, she said the number, she gave the number of days on uh, SmackDown. How many, how long she's been champion? Yeah, like over 300 and something. Yeah. Yeah, she was over a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So our winner for Female Superstar of the Year is Bailey. Congratulations, (laughs) Congratulations, <laughs> Bailey, on your Super Come to my house, Bailey. award. You should have. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say go to Elio's house, but okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but congratulations. I think I hear the doorbell. No shit. Ding dong. Hello. Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> um, but uh, Sasha Banks won the Slammy Award, which I totally disagree with. Really? Bailey should have won it. I didn't Bailey even know that. Yeah. Bailey should have won it, yeah. uh, but you won our award, Bailey. So congratulations on yeah. that one. Um, next up is the male superstar of the year. We have uh, Randy Orton against Bray Wyatt against Adam Cole against Drew McIntyre. Mm. Tony, what are your thoughts on these four men? You know, they all four. The they all four deserve to be in there, um, but this one is a tough one. Uh, but if I really had to choose, I would go with Drew. And the reason why I would go with Drew is because look at the, the road that he's been on to get to where he's at right now. That was a long road. And then to go back to NXT and, and just redevelop himself into to what he is now. And he did it as a heel and he did it as a face and he's knocked it out the park. So, you know, this year I think was his year. As much as I love the other three guys that you have on there, and they're very well deserving of this. I think the edge would go to Drew this year. Okay. Elio. And I'll follow that up with uh, also, like, with this whole pandemic thing. Like, he's made, he's, like, made it work in, like, more situation like WrestleMania 36. Yeah. Uh, he could have had that uh, moment if we had a live crowd, but he still made it work. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for me, it, it came down to Adam Cole and Drew McIntyre, in my opinion. Mm. I think Adam Cole, he won this award for us last year. The first ever Superstar of the Year award was to Adam Cole. Um, again, Adam Cole has just been putting on great matches. I'm going to say his name again. Adam Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, <laughs> baby. The guy has been on top of the world. But I do agree with you guys. When we look at a superstar of this year, 2020, it has to be Drew McIntyre. He's defended the title up to seven times against seven different opponents. Wow. It's just been really a dominant year for Drew McIntyre. So congratulations, Drew McIntyre, as you win the Male Superstar of the Year award. And you can go to Elio's house. Yeah, go to Elio's. (laughs) (laughs) I hear Uh, the door knocking. (laughs) (laughs) Open it up, Elio. It's through my guitar. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we got the match of the year, guys. Mm. All about this. We've been working on this for a while now, a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. So match of the year. It comes down to Worlds Collide, Imperium versus Undisputed Era, or is it Super Tuesdays? Uh, what is it called? Iron Man match. Uh, Adam Cole versus Ciampa versus Gargano yeah. versus Finn Balor. What is the match of the year? I'll start it off. All right, all right. this is a tough one. This one is. But tough. I gotta go. I gotta go with the the war 
between Imperium and Undisputed Era. I think that was the match of the year. Uh, Walter, Walter. Walter. If, if we were covering NXT UK, I'll tell you right now, Walter and that, that Russian dude. Dragging off. Woo! Woo, dragging off. That is Excuse a match me? of the year candidate. Yes. That was a great match, man. That great. could be match of the year. But uh, I'm going with Imperium versus Undisputed Era as the match of the year. Elio. I'm going with the same Undisputed Era and Imperium. Worlds collide. All right, Tony? I agree. I agree. Imperium versus uh, Undisputed Era. And I will say this, too. Isn't this the third year in a row since we've been doing the awards that uh, NXT, an NXT match has been match of the year? Well, this is our second year in a row. Second, that's um, what I said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was just clarifying. Oh, um, my bad, my bad. Row, I didn't think yeah, you hear, a, heard me. Yeah. Oh no, this heard me. Heard me. Uh, heard me speak. <laughs> I mean, heard me right now. <laughs> this is the second year in a row that not only an NXT match won, but an Adam Cole match won. Damn. Damn. This guy is good. He's damn he good. good. He's good. He's good. All right. And our last award we're giving out before we close out the show is our fan of the year. The Matt <laughs> Novak fan of the year award is yeah. named after Matt Novak yep. uh, because Matt Novak was a great fan and is a great fan of our show. And mm-hmm. uh, last year's winner, Clay Cummings, the yeah. $50 man. $50, and man. I have to say this. There are no nominees this year because I feel like this award goes to one guy and one guy only who's been busting his ass, commenting on our page, sharing <laughs> our information, uh, always having something to say, uh, always got some shit to talk about, Edge. So our fan <laughs> of the year this year is all the way from Kentucky, Josh Sanders. Congratulations. You are this yeah. year's WPOB fan of the year. Yeah. Um. We'll give you a shirt. All you got to do is pay $19.99. You let us know what size you are. You send the $19.99 and we'll send you. Jesus, man. And we'll send you a shirt. Terrible. No, but I I do have to say this about Josh Sanders. Um, Josh, best be careful because uh, Matt Novak was known as a super fan and he started popping kids out. Then, uh, Clay Cummings became the fan of the year, and now he has his first kid. Now, I know you got two kids of your own already, Josh, but uh, be careful because number three is around the corner. When you become fan of the year, you become a a daddy for the third time. Yeah, So uh, congratulations again to Josh Sanders. Uh, Make sure you pick out a shirt, whichever shirt you want from our uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestlingpov. Send us $19.99 and shipping and handling, of course, and we will send you a shirt. Oh, Rick, you're something else. All right, you know what? Let's, let's, I think that's the end of the show. Is that is that safe to say now? Yes, it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, but before we end the show, um, we will play this game. It's called the five-second shuffle. Oh, Mr. Tony, wait one second. And, and the podcast host of the year, Miguel Cole. No. 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 Not happening. No. 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 <laughs> It was dead silent. All you heard was crickets. And, of course, he won't play the cricket uh, sound effect because he runs it. Because it's against him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so before we end the show, we'll play a song from my playlist of over a trillion songs, and it's called The Five Second Shuffle. Uh, I think Elio lost last week. 
Elio's lost every week. <laughs> you know how I always try to throw that out there like that, but uh, trying to make it seem like you lost. But anyway, all right, you caught on. That was quick. But uh, wait a second, yeah. I realized something. What's that? Am I the five second shuffle champion? Do I need to add that to the resume? No, no, you do not. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. Here we go. You've never gotten up against myself. You've never gotten up against uh, TJ Logan, and you never gotten up against Andy Anderson, the other. Oh um, host. well, well, th- th- those Canadians over there, I could beat for sure. Oh boy! All right, all right. So basically, like I said, they only got five seconds to guess the song, and uh, we do a best uh, uh, whoever. What, what? How do we? How the hell we do it? Best out of three, or yes. whoever reaches yes. three, three, or some shit. We do something like that. So <laughs> with that being said. I am your host, Tommy Diaz, along with the gentleman, Elio Canella. And the third wheel, Rick Serrano Lizard. And our intern, Miguel Go. Adios. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Yep. All right, here we go. Five seconds. See you, Punk. See you, Punk. Who said it first? Me. Rick. Oh, you said, I wrecked it? Okay. Yes, see it, Punk. Here, the spire burns. Well, I had to do the five seconds. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Here's the next one. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yes, it is Shawn Michaels. But you know what's funny? Because Who screams one... in the beginning? Huh? Who's screaming in the I don't know. Either? But look, it was from The Music, Volume 2. WWE's. I've never, I've never heard that before. Me neither. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and all it says is "sexy boy" Shawn Michaels, Volume Two, <laughs> WWE The Music Volume Two. If you guys think I'm fake, look, I'm showing the guys right now. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I'm yes, like, I won. Mm-hmm. I'd never. All right, well, all right. Last, we'll do, we'll, do, we'll close it off with this one. Okay. JBL. <laughs> Yes, JBL. <laughs> you can't. I mean, it's so notable. These are easy ones this week. They were very don't, easy. Don't, don't, don't try to make it seem like it was just easy because I beat Elio's back. Come on, man. Hey, I said Come JBL on. first. No, we'll go to the tape, Elio. I definitely said JBL first. <laughs> no, I think Elio, I think Elio did say JBL first. I don't think so. <laughs> we don't own the rights. 